Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, hello and welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I am so, so excited for this new semester and talking all about it today with my friend and my leader, James Meehan. How are you today? Hello, I'm I'm Dandy. Dandy. What a word. <laughs> Will we be using that word frequently in our content this semester? As a matter of fact, this entire semester is going to be one sem- one series from August to December called Dandy Like Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the acronym because there's no, I some sort of acronym. <laughs> I mean, if you really want me to come up with one, Dandy. Disciples always need doing Yahweh. Amen and amen. We can summarize it or we can just end the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't. Let, let, yeah. Yeah, no, but actually I'm super excited to talk about where we are going this semester, what the vision is, and how our leaders can both catch and carry that vision moving forward into the fall. So James, wh- where are we kicking off this semester? Yep. So we are starting back on August the 9th. If you are listening to this podcast when it released, that means next week we are back in the building. Switch is here. We have the opportunity like we do throughout the year to lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And so to kick things off, we're going to do a series called Dangerously Influential. We're going to teach our students how to make friends and change the world. Because the brilliant thing about Jesus is that after everything he said and did, after three years of ministry, where he assembled a team of followers, where he spoke with an authority that nobody had ever heard before, where he performed miracle after miracle, died on a cross and rose from the grave. After spending 40 days post-resurrection appearing to his followers, he ascends into heaven. And the thing he leaves behind is a group of friends committed to following him and changing the world. Come on. That's what we call the church. And that thing, the church, is still going strong 2,000 years later. And so what we want to do is help our students understand that the cure to loneliness and lostness was given to us by Jesus 2,000 years ago. And if we go in, like if we dive in to this family committed to following Jesus, then we will experience so much fruit from it. So that's the first series to get us started into the fall semester. Then in September and in October, we're going to do a series called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. We're going to look at the weird and wild parts of the Bible to show how God uses all of it, the good parts, the bad parts, and the ugly parts to tell a beautiful story of his grace and redemption. And just like God does that with the Bible, he actually does that with our lives too. Because every single one of us, if we're honest, have parts of our lives that we would describe as good. Parts of our lives that we would say are not good, maybe even bad. And parts of our lives that are so ugly that we wish they weren't there at all. And yet, God as a master storyteller weaves it all together in the most amazing ways possible to show off his goodness. So that's what we're going to be doing in September and October. Within that, we've got the bash. We've got Switch Fest. We are bringing back Switch at the movies, which I'm super excited about. The movie this year is without question, one of the greatest movies of all time. If you disagree, 
go serve in another ministry. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, you, oh we can all gosh. have our opinions. That's part of what makes the church so beautiful is a diversity of perspective, but unity in our purpose. And so all that being said, you may disagree. <laughs> that's okay. Send, send the emails my way. So that's <laughs> August, how to make friends and change the world. September, October, we're talking about the Bible. And then in November, we're going to do a three-week series I'm really excited about called Calling, How to Discover yeah. Your God-Given Purpose, because we all know how important that is to know why it is God placed you on this earth and what it is that he wants you to do. Now, the problem is that the word calling is thrown around so much that it can mean almost everything. And also sometimes it can mean practically nothing. And so what we want to do is really help our students have a more true understanding of that word and how really when we talk about the word calling, we're talking about three different things. We're talking about our identity, who we are. We're talking about our capital P purpose, what it is that God put us on this planet to do. And then we're talking about our assignment, the how we live yeah. out our purpose. And so we're going to tackle each of those one week at a time to help our students feel confident in who they are and what they've been called to do and secure in who they aren't and what they are not called to that's do. Good. So that's going to be what happens in November. And then we're going to close out the semester with a series in December called Jesus Songs. This is a working title. We may come up with something more clever. But what we're going to do in the course of those three weeks after Thanksgiving and before Christmas breaks is introduce our students to three different songs that are all about just how good Jesus is and what he has done for us. And throughout that series, what we want to invite our students to do is fast from secular music and make it to where their playlists are full of songs that build their faith and that glorify God. So that coming out of that Christmas break, the end of the semester, we have a clear focus for our students on how they can make the most of that time off before we are back at Switch in January. So good. I am literally stoked out of my socks that uh, for the semester, yeah, I would show my lack of socks, but you know, you can't see me. <laughs> Please don't do uh, that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so excited for this semester and all of that that we have planned and just so excited for what God is going to do in our students. When it comes to creating this content and strategizing all of these different series, I think it would be so helpful for our leaders to know like kind of where and how we come up with this stuff and what our approach is to creating the content that we create so we can just partner together even more effectively throughout the semester. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what we're about to kind of walk you through are five kind of big ideas that shape how we approach crafting our message content, our message guides, our Bible plans, all of that. But more than that, they just shape how we think about leading students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And so yeah. I'm going to talk about these things in the realm of content, but you can very easily take these and apply these to your role as a switch leader and even mm. more your like role as a follower of Jesus. And so when mm. it comes to how we think about leading students to become fully devoted followers of Christ, one of the biggest things is we think about bringing good news not just giving good advice. Yeah, We bring good news, not just good advice. What is the difference? Well, good news is the news of what God has done through Jesus. It's about something that already happened and it was done by God. Good advice is about what we should do in the future to make our lives better. And this is a really important distinction because we are very much a church that 
puts a high value on bringing practical application to our people so that they know how to live out the truth of God's word. But it's also important that we never forget that the truth that we live out is always based on the one who is truth and who in the real world, in history, did something incredible that changed everything for the better. So we always start with bringing good news. And then from there, we draw out what it is that our response ought to be. That's where the good advice comes in. I'm not saying good advice is bad. I'm actually saying it's good. It's why it's good advice. (laughs) But we want to start (laughs) with the good news of what God has done before we start telling our students what they should do. That's the first thing. The second thing is we think principles, not just prescriptions. We think principles, not just prescriptions. It said another way, our pastor Craig Rochelle often talks about how great leaders don't just tell people what to do. They don't just give prescriptions. They teach them how to think. They teach them principles. I think one of my favorite examples of how this idea shows up in a practical way is like when it comes to health and fitness, there is always a new fad diet or workout program or exercise equipment that comes out and it will promise you the world. (laughs) But more often, all it delivers is is a purchase that you regret. (laughs) And so when you look at just about any effective health and fitness program out there, it is always based on time-tested principles. And when you, as an individual, can understand what those principles are that drive the progress, then you're actually going to be more consistent in doing the right things. And you're going to be less likely to fall prey to whatever the next flashy sales pitch is. So if you understand that when it comes to eating well, three of the most important things you can do are choose a diet that emphasizes properly prepared, nutrient-dense, and whole foods. Like if you've got that and you stick with it, your health will improve. And that's why there can be all sorts of diets that everybody and their grandma says is the best thing ever that completely changed their life. Usually those are the ones that are based on those principles, properly prepared, nutrient dense, whole foods. Now I say that as an example, the same thing is so true though, when it comes to our faith, our students are bombarded with bad idea after bad idea, whether from what their friends tell them at school, whether what their uncle tells them at a family gathering, whether what some TikTok influencer says about how unbiblical or untrue or unrealistic, whatever idea is that we know is actually true. If all we do is tell our students what to do, then we are actually setting them up to fall prey to whatever the shiny, loud, flashy thing is that's going to distract them from God's purpose. And so what we want to do is teach them good time-tested, God-honoring biblical principles so that we are not just telling them what to do, but we're actually training them on how to think. So the first thing is we bring good news, not just good advice. Then we think in principles, not just prescriptions. Third, we call our students to more. We don't just meet them where they are. Now, let me be super clear. We absolutely do meet them where they are. (laughs) We just don't stop there. Jesus, God in the flesh, came full of grace and truth. So with grace, we meet our students right where they are. And with truth, we call them to more because we know that our mission is to lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. Our mission is not to just get a bunch of students to show up on a Wednesday night, to raise their hand one time to make a decision for Jesus, and then go back to the way of life they were a part of before. 
listen, getting students to show up every week is awesome. Getting them to make a decision to follow Jesus is fantastic. But what is so much better is when we actually help them take steps to become who God has created them to be so that they don't just get saved, but they actually get pastored. They get trained. They get mobilized so that they actually become missionaries to their family, their friends, their schools, the eventual workplace jobs that they take after they graduate, all of that. So we don't just meet them where they are. We do, but we also call them to more. We bring good news, not just good advice. We teach principles, not just give prescriptions. We call them to more. We don't just meet them where they are. And we focus on movement, not just engagement. Movement, not just engagement. Here's what I mean by that. If you think the most important thing is for a student to be engaged in the content, then I think you're thinking of a message more like a movie. (laughs) Mm. So like, like, like if a movie or a TV show or some form of media that's purpose is primarily entertainment doesn't engage someone, then it's for sure a miss. Like that's the goal to get their eyes on the screen. That's why social right. media companies literally spend billions of dollars to figure out how can we capture people's attention and hold it as long as possible. That's their end goal to hold people's attention. That's not ours. Our end goal is not engagement. Engagement is good, but we're more focused on movement because following Jesus is a journey of becoming like Jesus so that we can love God with all we are and love others the same way that he loves us. And so even more than we think about engagement, we think about movement. How are we moving students forward? As a small group leader, I love just talking about life hearing what's on my guy's mind, hearing the things that happened that past week that they're excited about, the things that they're struggling with, but I never stop the conversation there. I always want to help move them closer to who it is that God has called them to be. Because in this journey of leading people to become fully devoted followers of Christ, engaging people is good, but moving them closer to the heart of God is even better. So we bring good news. We don't just bring good advice. We think in principles, not just prescriptions. We call them to more. We don't just meet them where they are. We think movement, not just engagement. And finally, and this is probably the most important thing out of everything. Our priority is always following Jesus faithfully, not just leading students effectively. Our priority is to follow Jesus faithfully, not just leading students effectively. Because at the end of the day, there is nothing more important than us choosing to follow Jesus, to go where he goes, to do what he does, to trust what he says, and to love how he loves. When we do that, just about everything else ends up taking care of itself. That's good. Man, so as a leader listening to those five things, what what would you say should be my takeaway? How can I grab hold of those things and carry them forward into this semester? Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing you can do as a leader is like hear that yeah, and then choose to receive it and then mm-hmm. carry it with you throughout yeah. this fall semester. You know, it's one thing to hear vision and it's another thing to actually carry the vision. And so mm-hmm. there are some of the things that I shared that for you, it's nothing new. You're like, yep, got it, down pat, let's run. Others of you, you're like, wow, that's a different way of thinking. And so what I would encourage you to do is think about that a little bit more and potentially even ask yourself the question, what would that look like in my role as a switch leader? 
What would that look like in my role as somebody who serves at check-in or hospitality or as a small group leader or even on the setup team? What does it look like when I'm engaging with students to think about bringing good news, not just good advice? What if instead of just telling people that this is what they should do, I actually share with them what God has done in my life or in history? What if when I showed up to switch on Wednesday night, the prayer I was praying wasn't, God, help me get these students to be better. But it was, God, help me to serve you faithfully today to see what you want me to see and do what you want me to do. What I would encourage you to do is catch the vision first, but more importantly, carry the vision with you every step of the way, every Wednesday night, throughout your week as you're interacting with students. Because yes, this is how we think about content, but more than that, this is how we think about leading students to become fully devoted followers of Christ, because that's what we're here to do to fulfill the Great Commission, to make disciples of all nations, to show students just how much better life with Jesus really is. Yeah. Yeah. So hearing this, this something that I'm going to do is I'm going to save slash bookmark this episode. I'm going to download it into my podcast, and I'm going to come back to this when I need to be reminded of the vision that I get to carry into every single Wednesday night. I hope you guys will do the same. And I am so excited to get to partner with you in this mission to lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. But that's all we have for you guys today. Can't wait to start this semester. And thanks for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader that we're going to be.